Welcome to Relationship Renegade, where we ain't acting so this ain't staged. Serving hard truths and calling out spades. Taking you to school so you make the grade. There's no apologies for controversies. Just realities, no myths, no fallacies. Not here to boast or even diagnose. Just your host for growth like a general on post. So lend me your ear and I'll make it clear. My name is Jameson Mercier. And I'm glad you're here. And we wonder why we've had 18 boyfriends, 18 girlfriends, you know, 18 partners, whatever the case is, and nothing seems to be working. Welcome back to another episode of Relationship Renegade. I'm your host, Dr. Jameson Mercier. Welcome. Welcome back and thank you for joining me for this uh, third season. We've gone through a few iterations, um, but we're still here. After all, you know, it's a process and growth and change is, is part of the game. And so big shout out to you guys who've been here from day one. Like they like to say, my day ones, you know who you are. This would be September 12th uh what 2018 yeah go back and check that out you'll see trust me things were a lot different than they are today um so i appreciate you for hanging with me uh through the learning curve um herdine and me and now season three it means a lot um we're continuing the our conversation on this episode Along uh, the same vein as we've had these last uh, couple weeks, changes they want to make. Um, and I, I, I want to ask the question. Um, not, well, make a statement, I, I suppose. Um, to propose an idea. I don't know. I don't know. We... we I get on here and we talk, but the thing that's been on my mind is this whole idea of, of happiness, right? 2020 has been so challenging and so difficult. A lot of, lot of things to be sad about, a lot of uh, depression and anxiety. And so for many people, the idea is, you know, they're going to go after being happy, right? We swing from one extreme to the other and... I want to just chat about that briefly, if if you'll allow me, um, and just explore happiness. You know, um, you know, it's our right to be happy and the pursuit of happiness and joy, and you know, it's the American way. And you know, I maybe I don't understand it fully because while I am an American citizen. Uh, I wasn't born in America, and, and and so maybe that's where some of the questions come from. But I've learned, I've observed, I've heard that this whole pursuit of happiness it, it can be a dangerous thing, right? It it can be the kind of thing that you you start and you. Uh, don't know where the exit is, 
Okay. Um, happiness in and of itself is not a bad thing, but we often confuse it with some things. Um, we conflate it, right? We, we lose sight of what we originally set out for. And so I want to uh, uh, chat with you for a little bit. Um, and if I were a preacher, I'd say the title of my sermon today, right? Uh, but since I'm not, you know, the title is, you know, this hamster wheel of happiness is, is what, what I want to call it. Um, first, let me just say, uh, you know, happiness can be elusive, but oftentimes it's just confused. Okay. It's, it's the kind of thing that we, we like the idea of it, but in essence, the, um, process and work involved, it, it's, we don't want that part. We'd rather do without that. You know, kind of like uh, everybody wants to the idea of reading, being a reader is, is nice or, or going to the gym, you know, being healthy. You know, we like those things, but the discipline required. No, we ain't got time for that. So happiness, at least for the sake of this conversation, for me, falls along those same lines um, and specifically the way in which we often conflate and confuse happiness with pleasure. Yeah, yeah, we do that a lot. Um, and, and by all I mean career, um, they're, they're, they're just rocking it, you know, promotion after promotion, um, the family, uh, healthy kids, beautiful kids, beautiful spouse, um, the kind of people you see in the magazines, you know, um, they just seem to have everything going for them. Um, ain't got no money problems, you know, um, but they, they just don't seem happy. They just seem just, just downright, um, miserable. Uh, and then we say, well, damn, if that was me, listen, I know I'd be okay. I'd be gravy. Um, but, you know, we just can't understand why, you know, you've gotten all the things that you wanted, that you went after, but you're not happy. Well, while I, I don't know who they are or what people are going through, I know for me, I can talk about me, um, and, and, you know, what I understand and what I know, um, the thing about happiness and pleasure, what we tend to do and what a lot of people do, even the ones who seem to have it all, they, they seek happiness uh, through pleasure. Right? Let me repeat that. The, the happiness that they um, seek Right. They go after pleasurable moments, thinking that that's going to be it. So, for example, um, we all find pleasure in perhaps certain foods or traveling um, pleasure in in shopping. 
right? Whether that's in store, live and in person, or or at the mall. Um, not at the mall, what am I saying? Uh, online. Um, we find pleasure in those things. And the thinking is that those things will make us happy, right? Um, and and what we often do is we tie certain things to noble goals, okay? Um, in a future episode, we talk about this whole idea of positive vibes only, um, this toxic positivity. But we say, we say that we're going to be happy and then we just kind of like, seek to do things that make us happy only do the things that make me happy um and so as we do these things we feel pleasure okay we get some release of endorphins and we're like oh yeah i'm happy okay i'm happy now and then a while later that feeling is gone. And we're like, whoa, what happened with that? Um, so what? So then we do something else, okay? We do more of something. And, and maybe we get a little bit more pleasure, but it doesn't last, okay? And so then we wonder, wow, what's going on? Why am I not happy? And this whole idea, this whole context, the conversation about happiness, um, you know, one of the things we talk about here on Relationship Renegade is is the relationship that you have with yourself. Okay, we talk about marriage, we talk about, you know, dating couples and families and community relationships, but the relationship you have with yourself is real important. It's key. It's essential in, in most cases. Um, and so that's where this conversation is coming from. Um, the problem with the pleasure that we're we're enjoying, okay? There's a lot of things wrong with it, first of all. It's momentary, okay? We've said that it's short-lived, which is why you got to keep going back to it. Uh, the pleasure you get from eating a piece of cake, going on a roller coaster ride, you know, that doesn't last forever you may have two or three pieces of cake and you get pleasure but after a while it just doesn't do it anymore okay you may ride a roller coaster and then yes it's, it's thrilling but after the fourth or fifth time that you ride that same roller coaster it just doesn't do it for you anymore okay um the thing about pleasure another thing is it's external it's from outside of you. And that is just part of that whole slippery slope where if we're seeking pleasure or happiness via pleasure outside of ourselves, that's going to be a big, big problem, a big wall to confront. Um, one big thing with pleasure as a substitute for happiness is that it has diminishing returns. Now, you may have heard about the law of diminishing returns. Um, and if you haven't, you can do a quick Google search and read more about it. But essentially, the idea is that if all things remain the same 
and you apply more of one thing, eventually the return you get begins to decrease. Okay? And to the point where it may even cost you more. Um, you know, a, 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 how do I say this? A, a simple, stupid example I like to use is if you're frying eggs, you know, after about like four eggs in a skillet, five eggs maybe, it doesn't really yield that much more compared to, say, two, three, or even four eggs, right? Um, and so as we pursue more pleasure, the return we get from these activities, it begins to be less and less. And then what we do is we throw even more at it. You know, I mean, we're essentially talking about addiction here. Um, the first time you smoke something, shoot something, drink something, whatever the case is, it it's euphoric. But the more you do it, the more you need to do to maintain that feeling. Okay, your tolerance, your tolerance has gone up. So diminishing returns is a very real uh, aspect of pleasure. Okay, even separate from the fact that the things that we find pleasurable, even if we didn't do them all the time and got bored with them, we just might, you know, lose interest for any number of reasons, right? We're constantly evolving and changing and being exposed to new and different things. So that's something that's also working against this, this pleasure. Uh, it's also situational, okay? Certain situations yield pleasure, um, whereas happiness, which we'll get into in a minute, it's not situational, okay? Um, yeah, you will always need more of the thing to maintain that that pleasurable experience. And for a lot of people, we live in this cycle. We live in this hamster wheel. If it's not doing the same thing more and more and over and over again, we are constantly jumping from thing to thing to thing. And sometimes person to person to person trying to get that feeling that magical feeling okay and we wonder why we've had 18 boyfriends 18 girlfriends you know 18 partners whatever the case is and nothing seems to be working hi we are the messiah kids like what you hear so far Make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. You know, at that point, it ain't them. Okay. It's not them. It's you. It's you. They may have their issues too, but it's really, it's, it's, it's you um, and your issues. And we got to take a look at that. We got to take a look at that because if not, we'll continue this narrative of, you know, once I have this or once I do that or once I meet this person, then I have the happiness that I seek. 
And you're just setting yourself up for a life of pain and disappointment and disillusion. Okay. And if there's anything I could say, the, the, the whole, the way you cure that really is to just like stop, like jump off, fall off, whatever you need to do, get off that, that treadmill or that wheel, that hamster wheel, um, of, of happiness, um, that I mentioned earlier. Um, the question is, what are you after? What are you after? And even when we say happiness, what what the hell does that even really mean? I want to be happy. That is so broad and so vague, so ambiguous. It, what does that mean? And if you don't define it for yourself, you'll just be doing all kinds of craziness. All kinds of stuff. It's the same thing with success. If you do not have a definition for yourself, not your mama's definition, not your spouse, not your sister, not your neighbor. If you do not have a definition of what success for you, Bob, Susan, you know, Jameson, what that looks like, you're just going to struggle bitterly bitterly and it, it, it's it, it's just a, a bad situation to be in um i remember uh a couple of years ago um some of you know i uh, i own a, i drive a truck and i'd been wanting a truck for years at least two or three years um because i'd always driven cars that i had to drive and i said when i'm able to I'm going to drive what I want to drive. And it it was a truck. You know, I camp and I take road trips and um, I'd been cramped in small cars for a long time. And being 6'4", you definitely need some room. So anyways, I was like, hey, I need to get this truck because that's what I want. It'll change my life. And so after doing my research... Um, annoying my wife with all the tech stuff and geeking out over engine and RPM, displacement, all that other stuff. She's like, leave me alone. I don't care. We finally did some searching and found one that I liked. If you've ever bought a new car or even a new to you, okay, a new to you, there's a feeling about buying a new car, car, truck, van, whatever. You just get happy. Okay, and I was happy. I was a kid in a candy store. And that night, if I could have slept in the truck, I would have. You know, it's like a commercial where you're looking out the window, just looking at it. And you're just, I was just that, I was there. I was that person. The funny thing, though, the next day, maybe not the next day, a few days later, I was out in the truck and I was outside, just kind of, you know, you're washing it, buffing it. And I said to myself, this is nice, but you know what? I need a bigger truck. Yeah, I can hear you saying it. I need a bigger truck. And when I said that, I said, I just, it, I caught myself. And I said to myself, whoa, this is something I've been wanting for years. And here it is. And not even weeks or months. 
here I am talking about already replacing it. Why? Because that moment of pleasure is gone. You know, days later, it's gone. It wears off. That novelty always wears off. And that was eye-opening for me that, I mean, not that I'm immune to this kind of stuff, but that here I am, like, caught up in it. But then I'm like, of course I'm caught up in it because I'm, I'm, I'm human. I'm, I'm a regular guy, just like everybody else, walking around. And I said, you know what? You know what? Let's just pump the brakes on that right now. Um, am I satisfied? Yes, I'm satisfied. Do I get what I need out the truck? Yes, I do. And so it, it has to be enough. It has to be enough. And that's what I was t- I had to tell myself. It has to be enough. Now, if I had a big old boat that I was towing, maybe I needed a bigger truck and probably should buy one from the beginning. But if it meets my needs, it has to be enough. Because if I had gotten a bigger truck, it really wouldn't be that I needed one. I would then be competing with all the other truck guys out there. Okay, yeah, there's truck love, but there's also a truck competition. Who's got the biggest, baddest rig? And then it's not about me. And that's the that's the the trap we all fall in. These things that we're seeking to make us happy are not about us. Okay, they are not. You're 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 doing and chasing things for your joy and happiness that you really do not want. Um, as a side note, this is something that I'm also uh, trying to teach my kids, right? Try and explain to a 10-year-old that you really think you want this now, but after you buy it, when you take it home, you're going to realize soon, ra- rather quickly, that you're not as happy as you thought you would be now that you have this item in your hand, it, it, that's just what's going to happen. And then you, you're probably going to wish you didn't buy it. And while I want to prevent them from doing those things, I have to let them experience it. Right. We tell ourselves, oh, yeah, I'll be good once I get with this guy or this girl, once I marry this person. And you learn real quick, real quick. That that ain't the case. And you marry them or you, you get with them, not even because that's what you want. It's just because of what you've seen and messaging and what society tells us. Right. And that doesn't work. So you do more like when is enough going to be enough? You know, you have to decide for yourself what your happiness is going to be about. The happiness that is, the happiness that works is not situational. It's not based on what you have, okay? It's the kind of happiness that comes from within regardless of circumstance. Whether I was driving uh, a little tiny pickup truck or a big old F450 
or big old big rig tractor trailer, I would be just as happy. Because if I buy a bigger truck, as I'm going to want a bigger truck, right? It's the same thing with guys, people who buy boats, right? You buy a 22-footer, and then you're like, oh, I should have gotten a 24. You get the 26-footer, you're like, ooh, maybe I should have gotten the 28. And the thing is, as you increase the size of your boat, the size of your truck, the size of your house, the size of your bank, how much food you consume, how much, um, how many cars you drive, how much sex you have. As you increase your consumption of these things, the amount of happiness or pleasure that you get begins to decrease. Right? There's only so much joy and happiness and pleasure that can be derived from the stuff. And we have to know that. We have to know that. We have to realize that. We have to turn from things outside to make us happy and figure out what's on the inside and be happy like that. Be happy with who you are. Uh, The whole idea of contentment comes into play. Um, the whole idea of being satisfied. I know there's this whole whole movement out there of not settling, not being satisfied. Well, okay, you're not settling because you're never satisfied. Well, wh- when the hell will it be enough? Okay, right? You want to be a millionaire? Great, you got your million. But the day you become a millionaire, then you have to be a multimillionaire. Right. As soon as you have it is the day it's not enough. Right. Ten million, 20 billionaire. And am I telling you to not strive to be great? No. But what the hell does it mean? Great is defined as what? Happiness is defined as what? You got to have a definition. You got to have an idea of when you've arrived. You know, we say, I'll know when I get there. No, you won't. No, you won't. And there's always people telling you that you need more. You need more, right? Even when you don't. Even when you're doing just fine. Now you need more. You should do this. And Being able to resist those urges, right? Finding that I am enough as I am. That is important because that hamster wheel, it doesn't stop itself. It will not stop itself. It just cannot stop itself. Okay. As a matter of fact, you may try to stop it and you got other people standing outside spinning it for you. That's just how bad this thing is. And so that's a lesson I had to learn for myself. It's something that I recognize in in clients, uh, people I talk to. Um, and just when you when you realize what it does to people, what it does to relationships, um, something just has to change. It has to change. You know, otherwise you just live your life consuming, consuming for all the wrong reasons. 
So listen, guys, I've come up. Uh, that's my time. That's the show. If um, you're in a situation where you're questioning this, trying to figure out what, where your happiness will come from, um, let me know. Share it with us. Um, if you've gone through this process before, okay, what was it like? What was it like? Just, I'm curious. I know what my process is like. Um, and not, not just with my truck, but just with other stuff. Um, and this also has led to me being uh, my whole minimalist journey, um, which I've talked about before. Now, you could check out some of the past episodes, hear a little bit about that. But uh, it's led me to realize just how little you need to be happy. Okay, once your basic needs are met, you really don't need that much else. But, you know, I'll save that for another day for another show. Please subscribe, share, comment, like, let me know that you're, um, you're, you're finding value in this. Um, let me know if we just need to go left, right? Change the script a little bit and uh, talk about some different topics. Um, we want to hear it. Uh, share it with a friend, someone who you might have who you might be observing and wondering, hey, yo, this is not healthy. Um, you know, let them know. Uh, you don't have to say nothing. We say this every every week. Just send a link. Let them hear this, and then perhaps y'all talk about it later. Um, thank you guys. Uh, thank you for um, always coming back. I would share the metrics with you, but obviously you can't see it. Um, but the downloads are there. The downloads are off the charts, literally. Um, and so we really do appreciate that. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and if no one's told you today, okay, if you've not heard it yet, and maybe you will, maybe it's early, but I do want to tell you, I do appreciate you. Um, this would not be possible without you. Uh, take care of yourselves. You matter. You matter to me. I love you. And uh, I'll catch you next time on the next episode of Relationship Renegade. Bye now.